you and your wife have sex every day. <laughs> so, I can't miss out on a day. I haven't done it 365 <laughs> times in 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to your football fantasy. Grab a drink, roll back your foreskin, and let Dweez Nuts, Big Wiz, and the Bullfrog stroke your fantasy loins. Welcome back to the show, motherfuckers. We're back uh, for some more rankings. Dweez Nuts here. I'm your host. The Bullfrog joins me in studio. Welcome, Bullfrog. What up? Just back from a nice family trip. Thanks for making it. Just in time. Uh, to the left of you, your combatant today, that will be the good doctor. We've all been waiting a very long time for the two of you to be back in studio at the same time for this great Joe Mixon and Cook, <laughs> Dalvin Cook. What? That's today? And we have, I'm not prepared. We have, a, <laughs> we have a special guest in studio for the first time ever. We are joined by the Imp. What's up, Imp? How we doing, buddy? Uh, again, I, I don't I don't believe I'm the shortest one here, but uh, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know how this happened. We'll do I, a we'll do a back to back in a bit. Welcome to the show. Are you excited to be on your football fantasy for the first time? Yeah, I think this is a, a great opportunity to show that you guys know nothing about because, fantasy. Football. Because you love the show, <laughs> <laughs> you listen constantly. You've I, been I begging regularly, yes. right, to be yeah. How many, begging, show, begging. how many episodes? I listened to seven episodes. I was going to say, how many did you actually listen to? Seven count. And the first one, yeah. probably. Yes, the very, very first one. It was the best one when I was the only one here. Hey, when are you going to go back to that? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully soon. Well, these fuckers keep disappearing on me. I mean, the doctor's only here because he's the last resort. We couldn't get fucking whiz back. In Some of us yet. have to work. Do you work? Um, all right, so today's episode, uh, we're going to begin our wide receiver rankings. We'll start with our top 15, much like we did with the running backs. Looking at our consensus top 15, which vary pretty greatly, we're going to get uh, some opinions dropped on us from both the good doctor and the imp today. They're not part of our consensus ranks, but they can see what they are and they'll tell us uh, how brilliant we were to put these guys where we put them. Before we get even into the news today, we're going to kick it off with a shot, just because we have a special guest, and the imp is a whiskey man. I said, you know what, I've got this really nice, fine Indian whiskey, straight out of India, Blender's Pride. He's going to give that a go and tell us all how great it is relative to um, you know, his normal fare. So, Cheers. Welcome to Studio A. Saludo de Guan. Oh yeah, old camp. Savor, savor it over there. No, there's no savoring. That is, is this delicious whiskey. It says it's imported from India. <laughs> it is. It should have stayed there. <laughs> only, the, only the best. Only the best. Wiz likes to bring good shit back. Okay. This week in football. Okay, so the big news, that happened today, today, just a few hours ago, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek motherfucking baby beaten Hill, not going to be suspended by the NFL after an exhaustive investigation. This is the second investigation that was dropped because people can't find evidence. Doc, you're shaking your head over there. Give us your initial <clears throat> thoughts. Oh, I just think it's a, it's, it's a crapshoot with this sort of thing with the NFL. I mean, Tom Brady got four games for knowing that the balls were deflated. For cheating. Asking for the balls to be deflated. Let's not... Okay, I, I know is, your wife <laughs> and Tom Brady go way back, but that doesn't mean you need to defend a fucking the, I think the bigger, How the, far back do they go? <laughs> yeah. All the way around the back. <laughs> uh, she is an everyday Tom Brady might have liked that. <laughs> yeah. So, I think the bigger red flag to me is, is uh, comparing it to the Zeke situation. Um, I mean, the old Zeke situation. Yeah, not the the current one. The I mean, he got what four or six games or something for something that was I think less egregious. We didn't even. I mean, I feel like there's way more. I mean, I think the DA said that I was reading today 
that he thinks there was a crime committed. He just doesn't have the evidence to prove it in a court of law. So this is, I said this a few weeks ago, that's the difference between this and the Zeke situation. Zeke didn't end up having, uh, getting, uh, even there's no court case. The investigation stopped because even though there was evidence, the lady in question chose to pull out. She did not want to pull, uh, press charges against mm-hmm. him. There was plenty of evidence to support that he did what he was accused of doing here. Nobody can find any evidence. Tyreek Hill also has kind of a checkered past, there and they know. say that that's supposed to compl- uh, play into these decisions. Obviously not, but I, I don't know. I just I I don't. I'm done guessing. <laughs> I think everyone's kind of been proved wrong. I, every, everywhere was well, six has. to ten he said games. Two yeah. weeks ago, he was guaranteeing ten yeah. games. But At this point, just don't get caught on video. Fuck, you know. As long as you, you don't, don't get caught on video. Audio? You're good. Yep. We'll cover that shit up. Video? Eh, it's a different story. Hard, hard, to, hard to cover that up. Kareem Hunt. Hunt you know, I think the NFL lost face. some female fan base, but uh, they don't fucking care. Right. Or ch- children. children. I do feel better about children, our Deshaun Watson, Pat Mahomes bet now. Yeah, though. you should. Son of a bitch. But you got Mahomes over I Watson. Mahomes. Oh, because you said Watson was going to be your one. We'll see when we get to the quarterback rank. <laughs> yeah, I bumped up. Imp, anything you want to say about Tyreek Hill? I don't like him. You ever punch your child in the chest? Well, there was that one time. Yeah. <laughs> since then, no, no. But were you caught? me it was wrong. Were you caught on camera doing it? It's <laughs> not. That it didn't happen. Then, then it happened. didn't. There's no evidence to support that I've ever abused That's my right. children. There you go. Done. Let's go to the next bit here. Um, I, I was going through ranking my quarterbacks here over the past week because I had to, to get to receivers. And I had some concern, and I have since the draft, about... Uh, Drew Locke in Denver taking over for Joe Flacco. I didn't know what to do about him. Just today, Vic Fangio comes out and says, hey, Drew Locke is not a quarterback yet, which tells you he is as far from touching the field and taking over for Flacco as possible. I went ahead and gave Flacco 16 games in my rankings, and I feel good about that now. I know there were people in this room, Bullfrog, that thought Drew Locke would come on the field. Did I? You did say that at one point. You didn't think Flacco would make it halfway through the season. Well, if if their team turns into shitter, it why, is going why to not? Why not give him a shitter. chance? Yeah, but this is coach talk. He's a hard nosed coach. Who's who's well, gonna, you got to give the rest? Some of coaches the just don't talk up. I don't know the rest rookies. of the quote. He said he's a pitcher who throws fast but has to learn how to there pitch. You go. There you go. Maybe it takes <laughs> him four <laughs> weeks to learn. That <laughs> uh, uh, he didn't say four years from now. I was real concerned to hear this next piece of news. Apparently, Jalen Richard is going to be losing a, quote, good chunk of his catches this year. I love Jalen Richard. But the big question here, Bullfrog, is uh, does this change your mind about Josh Jacobs? I haven't changed my mind yet. You still think Josh? If he hasn't changed his mind about Jacobs, this isn't going to change. Question, Imp. Just off the top of your head, what do you think of Josh Jacobs in Oakland this year? Where would you put him in your rankings? Top. 24, top Do you like him as your second running back, 12, your third running back? No, my third. Third, third. Best. so somewhere in the top 36. Third at best. Third at best. Yeah. yeah. Well, you rank him like 60? 51. Okay. Not, not too far from 36. Nope. See? Not that far. It's kind of still a third, fourth guy. It's, it's a seventh guy. That's <laughs> <laughs> a guy that's not seeing your field. I may move Josh Jacobs up in my rankings from, I because think, I of 19. You well, know, if Taylor Rashard is not going to be the dedicated receiving back, which means Josh Jacobs is going to be three down back. You know who's not? Doug Martin, who you thought maybe be the starter. He's not a three down back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Doctor. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's great. Muscle hamster's done. All I'm, I'm saying, saying right? is that whether, whether I had, ben. whether I ranked Jacobs at 33 or 51, Somebody's going to take him as the 17th running back, no. which means I will have no fucking business you. owning him, and that's fine with me. I'm okay with that. I told you after okay hard knocks, he's going to go exactly. top 12. Someone else can have him. He's going to no he's gonna be overdrafted because like of the hype crazy. that comes behind hard no knocks, interest. and don't fall into that People, hype. That's he's why he's not going to be anywhere near David that. Montgomery. I'd rather have Montgomery than Jacobs, because I think he could handle the load much better than Jacobs could. Jacobs hasn't proven it yet. Can't handle the load. Can't handle the load. Yeah. It's important right. to handle the load. Here's a handful. Of, here's a handful of guys that apparently look really good coming off of injuries. Um, lots of this came out this week. Philip Lindsay looks really good for the start of camp. Emmanuel Sanders is on track. Maybe not to start camp after Achilles, right? Their camp already started yesterday. Gurley's looking really good. Jimmy Garoppolo is on track to be ready for training camp day one. 
All these guys are looking good. Any thoughts on any of those names when you hear them? Yeah, um, I think it was McVeigh who came out and said, oh, Gurley looks great. He's great. looking amazing. Coach talk. You said the same thing before the NFC Championship right. game, and you before said the, the same thing before the Super Bowl, and he touched the ball, what, five times, exactly. right? I'm, Are you I'm, saying you don't trust this the anointed is, one? I do not trust Ugh. whatever comes out of his mouth when it comes to Todd Gurley. <clears throat> do not be the guy. Do not be the guy who drafts Todd Gurley in the second round. I just, I think... It's he is. I'm going to be. I'm totally. Imp, what are fine. your thoughts about? Dave I'm going to be the guy him. taking Todd Gurley. Yeah. In the You've round. written Todd Gurley. It, so so Imp is the commissioner of my home league here. He's he's written and Todd Gurley's dick <laughs> for years now, right? Well, I mean, not that many years. You can't keep him. This is the fir- this is the first year in a long time you won't have him. We'll be able to keep rules. him because he is for our keeper rules. We'll be targeting him be at done. the end of the first. I don't know that he he may be there. That could be somebody that would be a flyer for me to take in our league. Interesting note to the listeners. Uh, The Empire did not win this past season. He lost in the championship game to his wife. So there's that. Oh, two squads. His second second team. A A team and a B team. Well, I mean, the way I look at it is the Rams training camp doesn't start until next week, which means if Gurley's looking great right now, I don't know where he's looking great at in the weight room. Uh, so, yeah. for the third, what, third episode in a row, there's some Zeke news. Uh, he has been absolved of any wrongdoing with the whole uh, security guard thing. But now he has said privately to somebody that he's planning on holding out, going into training camp here. One, do you buy it? Two, do you care? Three, does it do anything to his value? I, I think this is just backroom maneuvering, kind of. He's got two well, years left on his contract, yeah. right? It's not a contract year for him, so... This, I don't what see this doing? as similar as the Gordon thing. I think this is totally different. I does wouldn't affect me if I had the first overall pick. I'm still probably looking at Zeke. That's me. But yeah, Zeke's a stud. I mean, You're a Buckeye fan, Imp. You love huge Buckeye fan. You Zeke's love a dick. Was a real dick. The thing where he tucks his shirt up. Football. The thing where he tucks his shirt up drives me fucking crazy. I can't stand that shit. Yeah, I mean, I'd hey, shoot him. I'd I'm, shoot him. I'd stab I, him. I ref football in high school and and uh, all over Ohio, and we have to tell kids constantly. You're not Zeke Elliott. Pull your shirt down. I'd stab yeah. Zeke in the ribs if you were here. <laughs> or like the high school basketball players, roll their shorts, roll them up. Roll them up. Yeah. yeah. Roll them Look, up. don't say some shit. Time. Your shorts are probably rolled right now, Bullfrog. They are. Every time yeah. I come I'm to your house, you roll. <laughs> they, roll. <laughs> they fucking roll right there. Just one. Oh, my God. Just one. He's got a three roll there. Just you shut one. the fuck up about yeah. it. All right. Speaking of dumb shit. Only because I'm short and my fucking shorts are long. Just my small shorts. Uh, Getting kids large. Shit, I heard. <laughs> yeah, extra large. You should see you shop in the you? children's section so you don't have to roll them up. Let's talk about dumb shit really quick. This is a great one. Comes out of Florida. That's your home state, kind of. The doctor's family came over on a raft from Cuba. Oh, from Cuba. Mm. Cuba. A few um, years ago. So you're, you're proud of Florida and everything that exists in Florida. All of the great, great Florida people. Great state. Let me tell you about a principal. There's a principal of, uh, uh, I think it's a high school, it might be a middle school in Florida. And he recently made the news because there was a parent that was concerned about how the school was handling the Holocaust <laughs> um, in, in their <laughs> history classes. I'm just going to... I'll read to you a little bit about, or a little bit of what this principal said in a letter in response to this parent that just said... I just want to make sure, you, like, it's a Jewish family. It's like, I just want to make sure, like, we're covering this from a sensitive angle. We're, like, making sure, you know, blah, blah, blah. Here's a little bit about what, here's a little bit of what the principal said. He said, look, we don't make anybody learn about the Holocaust because not everyone believes the Holocaust happened, he wrote. <laughs> um, he said, and, and you have your thoughts, but we're a public school and not all of our parents share the same beliefs. He went on to say that as an educator, his role is to be politically neutral but to support all groups. He can't say that the Holocaust is a factual historical event because he's he's not in the position to do so as a non-political public school employee. <laughs> this is his letter to response to a parent at a school in Florida as to why they may not be covering the Holocaust in school because he has to respect that some of his parents don't believe it happened. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell me this guy got fired. 
There was not enough evidence. He, he, he wasn't him. caught on tape. He was, yeah. <laughs> he was not caught on tape. Before we move on, I should have done this before the dumb shit. If you listened last week, you heard a little bit about the Doctor and his second Game of Thrones spoiler punishment. Doctor, you haven't listened yet. At least you hadn't when I talked to you a couple of hours ago. In essence, here's what we're going to do. We tried to do it last week. You weren't here. We're going to do it today. I have a series of trivia questions for you, mm-hmm. okay? Throughout the show, they'll be relevant to what we're talking about in the show. Before I ask you each question, you can choose one of these shot glasses. Now, these shot glasses are full of jelly beans. <laughs> these jelly beans are not all delicious jelly beans. Um, these are these are those bean-boozled jelly beans, okay? I have for you in front of you, what, eight? Flavors. I will give you your flavor options. You can choose a shot glass. Each shot glass has just one color of jelly bean in it. If you get the question right, no big deal. Move the shot glass out of the way, you're done. If you get it wrong, you must select one jelly bean out of the pack and eat it. It might be a nice flavor. It might be a fucking no, disgusting flavor. Fucking... Oh. Nope, it's just one of each, right? So we're gonna ask I don't our. Hate that <laughs> we're gonna ask those flavors yes. together. If you get all the that. questions wrong, you will shoot all of the jelly beans at once. Some of them are relatively simple, though. We're gonna start with the first one. It has to do with these suspensions we talked should, about, or lack we take of suspension. After him, yeah, you guys yeah, can just for fun. Well, you know, in, in our in our news, you know, we mentioned the lack of suspension for Tyreek Hill. We talked about Zeke and his suspensions in the past. So I have a question for you regarding NFL suspensions. You ready? And I'll give you over unders on most of these to make it a little easier for you. Um, this question is simple. Since the NFL has existed. I would like to know the number of lifetime suspensions handed out by said NFL. Okay, I'll give you an over-under, and that is five. Since 1920, have there been more or less than five lifetime suspensions handed out by the NFL? Before you answer, choose a shot glass. This one. That one, all right. So your flavor options, if you have to take a shot out of there, it's either going to be Tutti Frutti, which is nice and delicious, yeah, or Stinky Socks, which is the tamest of the gross jelly beans. <laughs> okay. So that's not bad. Um, Over under five, how many lifetime suspensions has the NFL handed out? You know, I'm going to go with, I'm going to take the under. The under is correct. Yeah, I was thinking they was have thinking handed under. out three lifetime suspensions. Did one of them Hernandez was one of them. No, one of them was. <laughs> I mean, he's in prison <laughs> for life. Well, no, he's actually he dead. Was. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm well, yeah, he was in prison for life. <laughs> <laughs> so interesting note: Not there were three wrong. handed out. One lifetime suspension was revoked the very next year. The two that were never revoked uh, came from the 1947 season, where two oh, New good. York Giants were paid off by the. Chicago Bears oh. to throw the NFL championship. Fucking Bears. Fuck. So what those guys franchise. So they have been banned for life. So you can slide that shot glass out of the way. You can no longer pick it. All right, let's move on. Let's go to Big Wiz and his stat of the week. Again, Big Wiz is not here. <laughs> so Dewey's Nuts is going to do the stat of the week. And we're going to do it in the form of another trivia question for the doctor. Uh... This is our wide receiver episode. It's a lot in there. I will say I wrote this question because I went through all our wide receiver options here. Oh, he chose he chose either one? juicy pear or oh. booger, which is also not a very bad flavor. Have you done bean boozled? Previously, before the nope. show, we First were talking time. about removing that because booger's not that bad. The he other hasn't one, eaten a booger. The ones yeah, we've removed <laughs> are worse, are, are, are weaker. So, um. I wrote this question because after I got done putting all my reception numbers in for all the receivers in my projections, um, I nearly forgot to go back to the receivers who get carries as rushing carries, right? And when I did that, it did affect a lot of my rankings. So I got to thinking, you know, I wonder how many actual human beings get a rushing attempt in an NFL season. So my question for you is this. How many NFL players logged at least one rushing attempt last season? You have an over-under. And the over-under is 325. 
So you take the over over 325. It, you are correct again. The answer yeah. is 341. Nice job, Doc. Oh, so I, I've already passed the easy ones. The two is easy flavor. Nice. 341 people yeah. had a rushing attempt last season in the NFL. Yeah, I think it's a big number. Yeah, I thought it would be in the 400s. But uh, that's our stat of the week. Before <laughs> before we move on from that, um, we're gonna before we get into our rankings here, we're gonna stop. We're gonna take a minute. And we're going to allow this thing to happen that's been brewing for quite a while. There's a bet of brewing and a, a, an argument about to happen. Imp, you're going to take a part in this, okay? All off season, the doc here has been sucking Joe Mixon's cock. Mm. And this is over the last season and a half. Does he know what team he plays for? He's mm. his favorite player in the NFL, maybe next to Kenyon Drake. Uh, he just thinks he's the greatest player of all time. At the same time, every time Doc comes on the show and starts talking about it, Bullfrog gets visibly angry. <laughs> I can see it right now. He's... He feels similarly about Dalvin Cook. Um, the two of them oh, have gone back guy. and forth. I would only finger Dalvin Cook in the ass. I would not suck his dick. <laughs> it, well, the doctor so would do both at the same time. The rusty trombone. Right? Exactly. That's I'd not be a bad little one. rusty. I'd not maybe a, a little rusty. rusty. So, uh, you know. We're going to let these two really quickly tell us why their player's better. Imp, you're going to choose who had a better argument. Oh, I'm good at this. Yeah, yeah. I can do that. So who'd like to kick us off and tell us why their player <clears throat> is the better player? Okay. Listen up, folks. I'm not going to belabor the point because one of these players has actually proven over the period of a full season that they can be a running back one. That's Joe Mixon. He finished in half-point PPR last year as the running back nine. So people talk about his injury history. He's played 14 games in his first two years. Doesn't seem like that bad of an injury history to me compared to someone else. Um, that we pointed at the Bullfrog. for the. It's a microphone, Doc. They can't see you. I think you're fooling yourself if you think that the Vikings are going to become the Seattle Seahawks and run the ball 40,000 times. So one player has done it. The other player is a, oh, maybe he will. So, and at the end of the day, he's done it. You haven't yet. So, I'm going to let my boy Joe that is your do entire, the talking. That is your entire argument. Yeah. All right. That's uh, something. You said some words. <laughs> Counterpoints is just, you know, Minnesota, much better offense. Uh, opportunity should be the same. The draft capital to get Joe Mixon is more. Uh, new head coach, new offensive coordinator. Could it be a land, could it be a gold mine like the Rams? Sure, but is that a risk you're worth taking? Um, as far as you were talking about, do I think they're going to become the next Seattle? No, I thought Joe Mixon will get more carries than Delvin Cook this year. I just think Delvin Cook will do more with those carries. Uh, last year, yeah, Joe Mixon had a nice bump in yards per carry, but uh, prior to that, it wasn't all that impressive. Uh, I, I just believe that Delvin Cook's in a better situation and will have better statistics come the end of the season uh, without any competition in the backfield. I think Gio Bernard's more competition than what uh, Delvin Cook has. Alexander Madison? I, the that, other, I, I would say I that the big thing to me is overall, you're right about the competition in the backfield. My concern with Delvin Cook is how much is he going to get poached by the wide receivers in goal to go situations. They they last year Stephon Diggs a great red zone loved guy. Stephon Diggs in the red zone. A couple touchdowns is all it's gonna take to separate these guys at the exactly. end of the season. Exactly. And the other thing is is I don't know if you listened a couple weeks ago when I talked about the Bengals and the new OC uh, coach uh, podcast, but I said this team sucked last year. The the Cincinnati Bengals were bad. Their offense was bad. They were slow. It was bad. Mixon was still a running back one. Boyd was still very good. A.J. Green was still very good. So on a terrible team, they produced three high-quality fantasy options. I'm personally believing that the team can't get worse after getting rid of the old man, Marvin Lewis. So, I mean, you talk about him in a, being in a bad situation. He was in a bad situation last year, and he produced. So... Yeah, I mean, just my last couple counterpoints on that is that, you know, I was a Mixon owner last year. Uh... He, he did okay, you know, average by the end of the season, but he just didn't win you any matchups. Delvin Cook, I believe, will win matchups, okay, based on having just huge games. 
Joe Mixon, you saw it last year. Mm-hmm. Oh, between the 20s, Joe Mixon time. Yeah, baby, Joe Mixon. Fuck yeah, Joe Mixon showing that first down sign like he does after a seven-yard run. Nice job, Joe Mixon. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but then you get to the red zone, and where's Joe Mixon? Now, again, whole new coaching scheme, so we don't know. Big question mark. But uh, I think the Bengals will probably be the worst team in the division. Would you agree? I don't. I, I'm not. Would you guys agree? Bengals worst team in the division this year. Uh, the Ravens definitely the worst team. All right, in the division. so we'll be the game Bengals. script could be negative for Joe Mixon compared to yeah. the Minnesota Vikings and Dalvin Cook. That's another game script. I think the Vikings will probably be either one or two in the division. Ooh. Definitely not four. We know who we know who owns the fourth spot in that division. That's your boys. It's my Detroit Lions. But <laughs> that's all I got for you. All right, those felt like very stat-heavy arguments. By well, we've already well, done all the stats the last eight weeks. Super convincing arguments. Figures but, uh, lie and liars do figure. Before, be, let's let's let the imp consider this for a yeah. second because I have a trivia question about these two guys for you. I did last week. I don't know if you know this, but it was one one hundredth of a second that separated their forty times. Um, I have another trivia question for you. Choose. The color jelly bean you'd like to go with, so we can tell the people the flavors you're, flavors you're fucking with. Mm. All right, so you're choosing either chocolate pudding or canned dog food. <laughs> on this one. Come on, man! Come on, canned this dog food is had canned dog. Not very one. good. I mean, I'm a Browns fan. So <laughs> dog biscuits, dog food. Yes. Okay, so um, th- this question comes as a direct result of a tweet that the Bullfrog sent out this just this week. Okay, Bullfrog found and took and tweeted about a practice Wonderlick test. Then I went in, also took the Wonderlick test. Let me just give you a couple of Wonderlick numbers here. This is a secondary stat of the week, if you will. You know, Ryan Fitzpatrick is out of 50, 50 total points possible. Ryan Fitzpatrick got 48. That is the 100th percentile. If you know anything about um, statistical analysis, they don't say 100th percentile. They say first through 99th. Yeah. He was in the 100th percentile. Flip Meaning him. <laughs> Lamar Jackson scored a 13, and he was in the 0th percentile. <laughs> Once again, they zero, do not zero. say 0. Those are interesting. Froggy here scored a 31, puts him in the 69th percentile. Ah, that's a good percentile not right too bad. there, baby. Dewey's not Nuts gets in there and swoops in with a solid 39. That's Eli Manning numbers, by the way. 98th percentile. You're welcome. So... It's not just quarterbacks that take the Wonderlook test. I don't know if you know that or not. Everybody mm-hmm. does. Yeah. That means Joe Mixon and Dalvin Cook both took the Wonderlick test. Mm. My question to you, sir, is who scored higher? You got See, a 50-50 got shot. A big-time recruit at Oklahoma. I'll give you the numbers. I'll give you the numbers. I'll give you the numbers. One of them scored 12, <laughs> which is lower than Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> and the other one scored... 11. <laughs> <laughs> so, which is lower yes. than Lamar Jackson. So, who wow. scored between your boys? Zero with Who scored higher on the Wonderlick? <laughs> yeah. Going to us, buddy. I just want to use this opportunity to say I don't hate Dalvin Cook. I think he's a great player, and I look forward to possibly drafting him this year. I just think Joe Mixon's going to finish Pick a higher. Fucking, pick a guy. Uh, I'm, I'm going to stick with my guy. I'm going to say Joe Mixon had the higher score. You saw a three for three. Ah, yes! Come on! Come throws oh. a 12. And Dalvin Cook throws an 11. Fuck you, Dalvin Cook. Nice Read job. a book. <laughs> Shit. He can't. Read. <laughs> I mean, I've got a couple of five-year-old books up there we could give him, and maybe he could follow the picture. Man, I should have loaned you some multiplication sheets, addition sheets, something. Yeah. Fuck. Maybe he should have borrowed mine. My score was higher than yeah. yours by eight. You could have sworn I heard someone in this draft class got like a three. Maybe it was Rashawn Gary. Totally yeah. possible. Uh, percentile rankings only count for quarterbacks. It's a fun little quiz. Let's dive into our main event today. It's late enough in the show that we should probably start talking wide receivers. And we're going to do that. Um, so we'll go down like we did with our running backs. We're going to go 1 through 15. We'll say, tell you who our consensus is. We'll tell you where we ranked them. And um, each of the four of us will have an opportunity to tell us a little bit about what they think. Uh, it, whether you've got stats or not, you can just tell us wh- whether you think we're right or wrong. How's that, guys? Before we do that, we're going to take another shot. The imp is poured. 
And we're taking them. What are you taking now? Another Blunder's Pride? Crown. Uh, no, I'll never do that again. <laughs> 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 that will never touch I went my with lips. the pineapple schnapps. Cheers. Of course Me you too, did. I hope. Hands <laughs> Doc, I'm going to amend the rules to our game. If you get them all right, you take one shot with all the jelly beans as well. <laughs> all right. Our number one. You're going to have a little asterisk here? You can here? file. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just want to let the listeners know a little bit about my ranking system here. If you don't know, in the Michigan in the Michigan area, it's been very hot these last couple of days. It's been very fucking hot. So I've I've classified a couple teams hot. as the swamp ass <laughs> slash mud butt teams. You guys know what swamp ass? Swamp ass, definitely. Oh yeah, yeah. like I've been sitting in swamp ass the last swamp couple ass, of days. Mud butt teams, yeah, we so spent like, all day outside. All day, you know, when you're sitting there outside. with a swamp ass and you fart. You don't really know if you're safe because it kind of feels wet down there. Swamp ass your mud swamp butt. Ass. I like yeah. <laughs> mud butt swamp. Yeah, so got it. I got four teams that I put in that. Part, but I like that. I'll use that back. <laughs> taking that back to Cleveland with me. There you go. Uh, so I got four teams that fall in that category, which means I didn't rank any of their receivers uh, because they may finish number fifty-four statistically, but I probably wouldn't draft them anyway, or maybe even thirty-seven. But I still probably won't draft them. You know, maybe three of those guys getting uh, get knocked off by some gangbangers, and I might draft that one guy that lives. It's possible. But That's here are those four teams. It's the Washington Redskins, the Buffalo Bills, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Miami Dolphins. For you, the good doc. Uh, so, yeah, those teams I did not rank any receivers from. So, if you hear a list and one of those guys on those teams seems lower, it's because I did not rank them. That's what I look for. <clears throat> Just because they're black doesn't mean they're going to get shot by a gang. God. Well, my boy Trey Quinn is white. Is my he? favorite Washington Redskins receiver ah! is a white man. All right, so let's dive in. Um, our number one consensus. <laughs> our number one. <laughs> Damn it. You just proved this <laughs> point. I don't know what you're doing here. This is opposite oh, of what shit. you're supposed to do. Our number one consensus rank is not going to come as any surprise to anybody. It is <laughs> Mr. Nook DeAndre Hopkins. I got in a lot of trouble for not putting him on my top five best, best hands list. I don't think he's ever had a catch rate higher than 56%. Just putting that out there. Anyway, he is our consensus number one. After I got done doing all my stats, I would surprise myself by ranking him at five. But both Wiz and the Bullfrog dropped him in there as their number ones, which works. I'm going to tell you really quickly why I ranked him at five. And that is that is simply that, in my initial rankings, as I said to the room here, <coughs> I give everybody 16 <coughs> games, okay? Last year, in limited time, between Will Fuller and Kiki Kuti, when they were on the field, which was not very often, they took a lot of targets away from DeAndre Hopkins. His target numbers were where he, they were last year, because those two fuckers couldn't stay on the field. Kiki Kuti specifically, if he gets 16, he's going to take a lot of targets away from Hopkins. I think I took his target number and dropped it by 20. I didn't do a lot to his catch rate, which is not good. I didn't do a lot to his yards per catch, which is very good. Um, and he just fell outside. There's just guys that I like better than DeAndre Hopkins. I'm not going to touch him at one. Um, but everybody else in the world seems to have him as their one. You guys want to tell me why I'm wrong? I guess that's me, huh? Anybody. I just think it's a, a, a big reach to think that those other guys are going to stay healthy for 16. And... Because they haven't proven it yet. I mean, Kuti played, what, three games last year? I just, there's just not enough. I mean, I, I'm i more comfortable with someone like Julio or Devontae Adams if I was planning on taking one of these top three, like my tier one guys or whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm, I maybe it's my doctor background, but I am, I'm very hesitant with people with serious injury Your doctor history. background goes back all of six months. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> People don't need to know that. Um, I know. I'll edit it out. <laughs> but the uh, but yeah, especially Wolf Will Fuller. I mean, Kuti. Who knows? He's only what he's a second year player. But Fuller has never proven that he can. So like, I mean, he might play five games this year, honestly. But I think he still deserves to be in that tier one. I don't think he deserves to be number one. He's tier one. He's definitely tier one. Yeah. I mean, I I'm a, I like Hopkins. I like Watson. Uh, Outside of maybe Julio, he's probably the best physical wide receiver specimen uh, with all the tools possible. I actually think Will Fuller on the field should benefit Hopkins a little bit as far as 
relieving some of that pressure because Fuller's just running those fucking go routes all day. Uh, and Hopkins can work underneath in those 17-yard range and just kill in, under the, underneath. Yeah, I just kept him about the same as last year, which uh, was right at the top. So, so I want to clarify what I said a minute ago. I said that um, I, I took a bunch of targets away. I actually only took eight targets away. But the thing that killed him is that last year was an anomalous year for DeAndre Hopkins. It was the only time in his career he was above 59% catch rate, and he was all the way up to 71 <coughs> That doesn't happen again for me, so I took his catch rate and brought it back down to a reasonable amount, higher than it's ever been before, 63, but it's still, he lost a lot of catches because of it, he lost a lot of yards because of it, I still gave him 11 touchdowns, which matched last year's. I mean, just the best quarterback play he's had, though. I was about to say, do you think in his whole career, so that's a big part of it. It absolutely could. Absolutely. It absolutely could. Who was throwing to him in the past? Tom Savage? Well, what's wrong with Tom Savage? (laughs) Yeah. Great. Yeah, great <laughs> I paid a lot more money than I've ever been paid best for a last football, game so. in the league. All right, let's go, let's go off of uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I don't think there are too many people that disagree that he's a, a stud. He will go num- the first wide receiver in every draft in America. Uh, our number two consensus <laughs> rank... Well, you're not. So, relax. Our number two <laughs> consensus rank is Julio Jones. Now, I have Julio Jones right up there at number one. He falls for the big whiz at number four. Bullfrog, you've got him at number three. Tell us a little bit about Julio Jones. Ah, uh, For me, it's just the touchdowns that holds Julio back a little bit. Uh, last year, I think he found his way to eight. And the year before that, it was like, what, two? Three. 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 So, again, I guess it's just, uh, you know, he's had a huge career. And how many times has he scored double-digit touchdowns? That would be all of one time. Exactly. So, could you project that? Yeah, sure. But I projected him at another eight, which held him back yeah, I gave a him, few points from Hopkins. I gave him nine, and not, not a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it, for me, it's the yards. You know, last year I called him a bust. I put him in our bust episode. I don't know yeah, that that did. worked exactly like I wanted it to. But I gave him about another 1,600-plus yards, which is just yep, so it, many more. Too. I got 1,600 yards for So him. many more than anybody else. He catches the ball. Every catch is so many more yards down the field than anybody else in this top tier that he the, the yards do it for him. I got guys with 12 and 13 touchdowns behind him, even though he's only got nine, just because of what he does with the ball when he has it. I'm not, I don't know if I've ever been a Julio owner, but I feel like he's kind of a frustrating guy because he's, like, questionable about every fucking week. Yeah. Like... God, is he going to go out there and give an effort, or is he going to be a decoy? But outside you know? of one year, he's missed what? No, I'm not Maybe saying he game misses games, right? and he usually performs, but as an owner, I'd feel like, fuck, what are we going to get from Julio? But he goes out there and fucking does his shit most of the time. So, Guys? I've been a Julio owner for most of my fantasy career. And as and you've mentioned before, you've won a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah, and what? he doesn't. He's, he's not really that frustrating as far as well. Two years ago, he was incredibly frustrating because he didn't get in the fucking end zone. Right. But uh, he's questionable every week. Yeah. You just expect it yeah. now. Now he just he's he's playing. Roll with it. He's a beast. He's going out. He's going to give it a hundred percent. He's going to catch balls. Yeah. He's going to get yards after catch. He's a monster. In a couple of weeks, we'll talk about our quarterback episode, uh, our quarterback rankings. But um, I'll tip my hat here. I, I think Matt Ryan is going to have. Damn near as good a year as his MVP year a few years ago this year. Everything is everything is lined up perfectly for Matt Ryan to go fucking off. And if if Matt Ryan goes off, obviously Julio Jones goes off, right? Like they're tied at the hip. They're, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be good for him. I've got him pretty far and away better um, than at least a number three. I'll tell you what I mean by that in just a moment. Our number three consensus ranked guy that would be Devontae Adams. We've talked about him a couple of times. Um, I have said that I'd be willing to draft him above anybody else. When it came down to my projections, he's about 25 points behind uh, the top two guys. He's my number three overall. Uh, Wiz has him as number two, and you've got him at the number four. Anybody got any opinions about Devontae Adams and the Green Bay Packers? I love him. I love his quarterback. I mean, what did it? Aaron Rodgers say over the uh, offseason, I, I need to throw the ball to Devontae Adams more. more. I didn't know it was 269 targets. More? More? 300. We've talked about this in the coaching episodes. I am concerned about yeah. just the, the scheme of that offense. Matt LaFleur. Right? Like it, yeah. it, Don't he fuck has, it up. He has shown 
no ability to run a high-powered offense. And if there's a part of me that believes, because Aaron Rodgers is my quarterback in our Dynasty League, that he is just going to let Aaron kind of do his thing. But like we talked about, Aaron's not Peyton Manning. Can he run his own offense, basically? I don't know. That I think it just is he definitely up there in this top five. Of course, tier one. But I do think just this the unknown puts a cap on his ceiling to me. Where if I'm sitting there, I would hesitate to take him over Julio just because I I love him. He's going to score so many touchdowns. You would hope, but I think that offense might slow down uh, and it's going to hurt. So the impression that I got all all year last year, whenever we watched any Green Bay Packer games, was. I felt like Devontae Adams wasn't being utilized enough. I felt like he, like he was always, his potential wasn't being utilized enough. Um, so given the right coaching situation, yes, I would have given him 200 targets this year, but they don't have that. And LaFleur is going to try to put his stamp on this team, which means in the red zone he's going to run. That's what he does. That's what he said in the coaching episode. So it's going to be, it's going to be a struggle between him and uh, Aaron Rodgers all year. So I did give Adams a few less targets, but I still gave him 13 touchdowns the most in the league because that's what he fucking does. He's great at it. Him and his quarterback are both fucking great at it. Um, He's my three just because, I mean, you can't deny the connection between those two guys. The connection between Aaron Rodgers and his number one, whoever the fuck it is, right? Yeah. I I just, I am concerned about uh, lowering of his ceiling this year. I took away away about 15 targets. Otherwise, everything... It pretty much hangs the same. Maybe MVS comes in and takes some of those. I was about to say, if, if, if any of these young receivers, you know, become Aaron Rodgers' new best friend, you could see maybe some of those touchdowns disappear. But again, if you watch those games, I don't think they will. Nope. It doesn't seem so like <laughs> anything there, at all. Any, Anything's possible. Anything to say, Bullfrog? Nope. Okay, you just keep spinning that yo-yo. Our number four <laughs> consensus wide receiver... Would be Juju Smith-Schuster. There's a little contention here. Um, I have Juju tied with Julio Jones as my number one wide receiver this year. Uh, the Wiz has him ranked at six. You've got him ranked at five, which doesn't sound like there's a lot of contention, but to rank him one shocked me. And I'll tell you this. Juju Smith-Schuster, I gave 173 targets this year. Julio Jones had 177. Devontae Adams, the next most, had 153. These guys, to me, are going to set themselves apart. Last year, Juju, when Antonio Brown was playing, had 166 targets. I couldn't find a way to give him less than he had last year, now that he's the one. There's this whole argument, he can't beat the number one coverage. Well, like, there's not a coverage that he hasn't been able to beat yet. Like He's been doubled. Mm-hmm. And he's been able to beat it all. I couldn't give him less than he had last year now that he's the one. The big jump for me was that I gave him 12 touchdowns because the vacated touchdowns when Antonio Brown leaves that team. What, he had 14 last year? Yeah. Where the fuck are they going to go? Where the Nowhere. fuck? I gave Pittsburgh is on a downward well, spike. Ben's, no, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Ben's losing some. That's the, ben Roethlisberger was not sure. good last year. He yes. was not good. not good. And the numbers look better because they threw the ball 60 times a game or something. I I mean, I think for Juju to really hit close to the number one, someone is going to have to play his role that he did last year. Whether that's... Who is it? Moncrief. Dante Moncrief or uh, James, James Washington. Washington or someone. I don't know. Who's it going to be? Deontay Johnson. <laughs> but Maybe. if he's the only guy, he's going to get the volume. Is, is he going to score that many touchdowns? Is that offense going to score that many touchdowns? I mean, that, I that's what moved Juju from, you know, 1-2 to 5 for me was I gave him 9 touchdowns, that which was probably less than he had last year. But, yeah, he had 7 last year. Okay, so it was more. but 7 I, each of the last two. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't find double digits, but is it possible? Yeah, sure. I could not. I split him up between right. him and James Conner. I gave Vance McDonald a couple. I yeah. even gave Moncrief more than he should have. I don't think Pittsburgh's going to have a problem scoring next year. And the reason is maybe Ben's struggling because he's getting old, but their offensive line is still fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Still one of the best in the league. They still have a great running game because James Conner's a great running back. When he's gone, Jalen Samuels got it done last year. I'm not concerned about that running game. Um, I just think there's so many positive things on this offense he can make up. 
for Ben Roethlisberger's issues. I still have him throwing. I have him throwing a lot less than last year, but still more than 600 times, yeah, more than anybody in the league. That, that whole offense changes, in my mind. Would, would you take a out. guy like Antonio Brown out of there, the whole dynamic, what, what he's used to looking at over the last eight years or whatever, I mean, his comfort zone was Antonio Brown. Juju just happened to be a guy running open all over the place. Like, I don't know. You say his comfort zone, but 166 targets tells me that he and yeah, Juju found a comfort zone. Yeah, because they threw the fucking ball too. 48 times a game because they were just, Tomlin's a fucking moron. <laughs> just a lot of targets. <laughs> hey, that's, that's Super Bowl champion. But I mean, when, it, when it's third and eight and the Steelers have the ball, you could call what they're going to run. Antonio Brown in the slant, in the slot, running the slant. Mm-hmm. Every fucking play. Like, how many drives are going to come to a stall now? Yeah, because that's not back. there. That's not there now. You know, how many drives? Yeah. So, so let me, so I just want to say I mean, this I point. I still I just want to number five. Yeah. I just want to say this point again, because I think it's it needs to be repeated. You say Antonio Brown is his comfort zone, and that is not wrong. But last year, Antonio Brown, as his comfort zone, had 169 targets. Juju Smith-Schuster, 166 targets. You cannot tell me. That he's not comfortable throwing the ball to Juju. Hey, I gave Juju more targets than I did last year. I just, I just couldn't find the big touchdown. I, I love him. It's, it's going to be the touchdowns. That's yeah. where it's at. Yes, I yep. took a leap to give him as many. No, as I think I he gets hell of a lot of yards, catches. It's, it's really is going to be. You know, does he get those twelve or does he get eight or nine? You know. Okay, like, just, just hypothetical. <clears throat> James Conner is going before Juju in ADP right now. Do you take? Are you? Would you take? I would Juju much rather. I would rather have Juju than James Conner. Yes. I mean, obviously. What is it? End of first round. Yeah, end of first second? round. Start of the second. Yeah. If though, if I was at the end of the first round, I would take Juju because he's a he's again he's my number one receiver, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is positionally ranked. Yeah. James Conner's my five or six or whatever running back. Like I'd rather have mm-hmm. top tier receiver than tier two running back. That's how my tier tier draft goes. Yeah, like I do all tier drafts should go. That's <laughs> absolutely right. All right, let's move on to our next guy. Uh, this is Michael Thomas uh, from the New Orleans Saints. I've got him ranked number four. He's our consensus five. I've got him at four. Wiz has him at three. You've got him at six. So we're all right there. Before the show started, the imp told me that he loves him some Michael Thomas love this him. year. So why don't you start us off? Just tell us why you love him so much, other than the fact that he was a Buckeye. And uh, why why is he going to be a stud? And how high are you? Would you be willing to put him? I know you did your little top fifteen for us. Where did you put? I've him had him rankings? from two to four. Okay, where I've put him, uh, just because he continues to. He's a he's big. He's strong. He's fast. He has yards after catch. He catches a lot of balls. He has a lot of targets. This guy is coming from Drew Brees. They play where most accurate quarterback in the, the history of the NFL. The dome. It's not affected by weather. Yeah. This guy is going to get the targets. He's going to get his catches. He's going to score touchdowns in a very high-powered offense. Got to put him up high. I love him. That's yeah. That's he fair. would be. I would be drafting him above Juju Smith-Schuster this year. Yeah, the only issue there is you know, last he's had 140 plus, almost 150 targets each of the last two seasons, which is great. Um, he had a fantastic year last year. I had him on my fantasy team. He was really nice to have. The issue with him on your fantasy roster is that he is the wildly the most consistent wide receiver in the league. He His floor was head and shoulders above anybody else's, but his ceiling was just never that high because even though he caught 125 balls last year, only nine touchdowns. Okay, and then when you get to statting out this year, this next coming year, that 125 catches, which is awesome, that that was an 85 percent catch rate. Yes, he has the most accurate quarterback in history, but 85 fucking percent. The average wide receiver in the league is at like 68. So mm-hmm. to me, I had to drop that a little bit. I still love him. I love him as my number five. I'd like to go after him. He's just a lower ceiling guy to me. Yeah, for me, I mean, I love Michael Thomas, but what what keeps him from a tier one is he's not the deep guy. Ted Ginn and Trey Quan are your deep guys. I mean, look at Thomas's average yards per catch is 12-4, and 11-2. Tyreek Hill is 17. Mike Evans is 14-8. Uh, 
who we just talked about. Juju is probably like 15, you know. Julio That's, Jones is right He's not 15, the guy. Career long. He's over yeah. the middle just killing you, killing you over the middle. He's not the guy they're sending for the 50-yard bomb. That's fucking Ted Ginn. That's Kirkwood off the fucking bench. That's Traquan. That's what holds him back just that little tier for me. He is my lowest yards per catch guy in the top 25 receivers. So, yeah, I don't disagree with you. Hey, Doctor. I have a trivia question. All right. It's about time I get one wrong. Jeez. Fuck. Get one wrong. Or keep getting them right so you can take one big shot of all of them. We'll call right there. Either of them. I can't see that at all. It's uh, like the brown. Yeah, it's like oh. creamy with brown. Just show me the fucking I'm thing. showing it to you right now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, there's only two in here. Your options here are, I believe, going to be either toasted marshmallow, delicious, yeah. Or stink bug, which I've never tried, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> so those could only be stink bug, because he said he's never tried them. Um, here's your question. It's about Michael Thomas, sort of. Okay. It's related to Michael Thomas. I, I said a minute ago, uh, Michael Thomas, so according to this other statistical website, which is actually the same one I just looked at, he had 122 uh, catches last year. That would make him... That, that season would give him the eighth most receptions of all time in a single season. Okay? Mm. 122 is the eighth most of all fucking time. I'm going to ask you an over-under question. What is the most receptions ever recorded by a single wide receiver in a season? Your number, your over-under number, is 150. In the past, you didn't picture that. You didn't take a picture with your mind. What the fuck? Um, He's not that smart. He could only get into one med school. I got into several. Oh, thank you very much. Two. Ooh. <laughs> Don't go there. Uh, three. <laughs> um, I'm gonna take the the under. I think it's in the one forties. Once again, you're correct, sir. Yes. Son of a bitch! I had the right in my head. I knew who it was. It is. We had talked about this so one. T- there's How many more questions do we have four left? More. Four We're more. at 50%. <laughs> there is eight, 140. Can you name the player? 143 is the number. Know. It happened in 2002. It was? Julio Jones. 2002 no. was it? No. TJ Hushman. I, I, I did this stat on one of my wide receiver stats. Oh, I know buddy. I did. Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison. Oh, 2002. Yeah, that makes, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. He was the only receiver there. Yeah. 143 <laughs> catches. Until Reggie Wayne. Yeah. Reggie Wayne was Reggie awesome. Reggie Wayne came in and blew it for Marvin Harrison. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's move on to our consensus number six. Here's a guy we've already mentioned today. That would be Tyreek. Hill, I've got him as my number six. When I was statting this guy out, I had to ask myself, is he going to play 16? But then I said, fuck it, I'm giving everybody 16. I'm going to give this kid 16 as well. You, sir, since you gave me your rankings about 20 minutes ago, um, you knew that he wasn't being suspended. He's your number two overall wide receiver, the big whiz, who gave us his his top 60 last week, ranked Tyreek Hill at 17. So he's kind of all over the board. For us, who wants to talk to me about Tyreek motherfucking Hill? I mean, crickets. I, I, when I did my stats, I did them for 10 games. Okay. I was, I was projecting a six game suspension for him. Uh, that put him at 178.5 points, which I think was like in the 19 or 20 hole. But again, like when you think about a guy like that, he's, it's hard to, because for those six games, you know, a guy suspended, yeah, he's nothing. But when you have him, He's a number one. So it's not really the same as, like, I don't know if you Like, when I was thinking about where he's at, like, 19. But he's not really 19. He's, like, three. When he plays, he's three. Amazing. So, like, you're not losing all those points. You're still going to be starting a wide receiver. Like, I don't know if that makes any sense to you, but... So like you have him, you're plugging him in. Yeah, so wide some, so, well, some people yeah. that think about, like, oh, you're suspended for six games, you should drop him way down. Not really, because you're still going to fill that void with another player... How many, game, how many points are you going to lose per game? Like three? Four points? Then when he's back. You know? Right. So when he's back, he's a number one. But anyway, so when he, when I got the, the fucking whatever that he was playing 16, I just bumped him real close to what he was last year. I don't see why it would be much different than what he did last year. I, I don't know if you guys noticed this watching the Chiefs last year, but every play, 
Oh, wide open. Oh, and, they have guys. six people oh, yeah. wide open. Oh, yeah. and I, like, I don't know. How is it possible? They can't keep getting away with this, right? Like, I thought NFL people could play defense, but I. Whatever they have going right there, and Mahomes has shown that in that season, he's great. I don't see a – I mean, maybe touchdowns drop a little because, I mean, obviously I think touchdowns across the board are going to drop on that team because you just can't – I mean, they averaged, what, 40, like 30, some insane number of points a game. So maybe touchdowns drop a little bit. But, I mean, if he plays the whole 16, there's nothing to, to me that shows that he's going to be any different than where he was last year. So I mean, the bit, as long as he doesn't Snapchat his girlfriend, beating his girlfriend up, he'll be yeah, fine. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Snapchat's fine. They delete, right? Self-delete. <laughs> ah, that's what they say. I, don't, I, I, hope he, I hope he doesn't live in Kansas City. Because, like, a guy like him, like, if, you're, if your team is where you live, like, I feel like it's bad for you. He's still going to be going home fucking beating his kid. Yeah. But, like, let's say his house is in... Do you think he has Where's he kid? from? You I don't even know. Where's Tyree? Like, maybe he lives... Maybe his family lives in Florida. So, like, he I would know. never even go home for the whole season. And never see yeah. his kid. Exactly. No temptation. He can't beat his kid. can't beat his girlfriend. 17 weeks. He's gone. Including goodbye. That's great. Yeah. Right. So, back to football. The number here that makes a difference for Tyreek Hill is the stat you brought up just a minute ago with Michael Thomas. It's that yards per catch. Last year, Tyreek Hill had 17 fucking yards per reception. So, even though he had only 87 catches with a pretty low catch rate at 63, didn't matter. He went for 1,500 yards anyway. He went for 12 touchdowns anyway. I gave him 16 or so uh, yards per catch this year on less targets, less catches, less touchdowns. Um, interestingly, I gave him 150 rushing yards. Yeah, he gets rushing yards. I gave him 20 points, yards yards well. 20 points on the ground. 20 points on the ground. This to me says wide, rec- wide receiver seven. Like he's six, rather. He's good. He's fucking good. And he's going to be on the field, which makes my Patrick Mahomes love. Go through the roof. My Damian Williams love. Go through the fucking like this. This Chiefs offense is nasty, guys. It's fucking nasty. And the night you ever think about this, like you think about guys like Hopkins, Jones. These guys, these big guys, are constantly going up in fucking traffic. You know, like those are the guys that always are getting dinged. Tyreek Hill doesn't fucking jump for balls. He doesn't get he hit. He just stays he on the ground. Get hit. Like he gets he hit. Like get hit. He's not a guy you think yeah. about missing time. Like yeah, he, he's well, solid little fucker that gets hit on the ground. You not a guy jumping up, fucking just skying and. Yeah. You mentioned a couple weeks ago exposing himself. Even yeah. I mean, he's also he's a yak monster too. You just get him an open field. The next thing you know, he's gone thirty yards, but he never gets hit. You know, so even you have to think of the other side of the ball is from the Giants who get pummeled mm-hmm. in triple coverage. The little guys that get drilled coming across the middle. Tyreek Hill could run across the middle all day, and people aren't going to catch him, yeah. so he never gets hit. He just he catches the ball, runs thirty yards, and then walks out of bounds. <laughs> so like, it's it's I mean he's a cheat code because he's literally faster than everyone else. Up up down down baby, a lot quicker. A B A B. He's not faster than everybody else. Marquise Goodwin is the fastest player in the NFL. Thank you very much. Olympics. Just won a million dollars in the fastest player in the NFL race. Because they need more money. Yes. He did blow a hammy after? I don't think he did. He, he He might make it onto a football field this year. Let's go on to our number seven consensus wide receiver. Like, uh, let's talk about those Minnesota Vikings. It's about damn time. Adam Thielen comes in ahead of Diggs at number seven. I have him at number seven. Wiz has him at number 13. And you're sitting there at seven as well. You've been the Diggs guy all along. Am I wrong about that? No, I've been the feeling guy all along. You yes. guys were the Dig boys. He's the only one of the three of us who has Diggs. Ahead. Doesn't surprise me that he's the feeling guy. <laughs> yeah. Just saying, because yeah, he's disgusting. He's, he's established a pattern. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> when you say patterned, by that you mean uh, black. Yeah. <laughs> Um, agreed. Uh, yeah, I got. I actually had feeling ahead too, which surprised me in my rankings. I didn't expect that because I've always had a lot of love for Diggs and what he does. I think he's a more scrappy player, but there's no denying the fact that Adam Thielen gets the ball thrown his way a lot. It's, it's impressive that we can both have two guys in the top ten on the same squad, though. Well, they you finish, and I both they did. not finish it. I'm just saying it's, they're good. You don't see that too often. He's got 156 targets, which actually makes him the third most targeted wide receiver in my projections. Not a lot of yards per catch. Uh, Pretty good catch rate at 71%. 
Only seven touchdowns, not a ton. It's a definite tear break for me when you get to Adam Thielen here after Tyreek Hill. We're into my tier three wide receivers by the time you get here. But I've got him just a spot ahead of Diggs uh, just because uh, Diggs scores more touchdowns. Diggs got some rushing yards. But Thielen, Thielen, Thielen catches a lot of passes. Also another year with a quarterback to build. Poor, he had it that he slow. I mean, he had an amazing first half, and then obviously slowed down. Yeah, hurt. We, we all we all saw that bust up in the last game or two, where him and this quarterback were not on the same page. Uh, but you would hope that another year together, the off the team as a whole should be better. Mm. On paper, should be better, mm. including the running back. Should we come, should we come back to Imp? Oh, Imp. Does he have a decision what? yet? Yeah. What's your decision between Cook and Mixing? They were talking about the Vikings. I like the point of it was coming down to touchdowns at the end, right? Mm-hmm. And okay. I don't think that Cincinnati's going to score enough touchdowns. Oh, I think that's a fair point. So yes. it goes, that's a that's a shot for, no, <laughs> no, no, wife says You no. can choose a jelly bean. I mean, one of your one of jelly, jelly, jelly beans. beans. We're going to try one of the Tutti Frutti ones. All or right. Tutti Frutti, or what is that? Stinky, stinky sock, sock. Stinky sock or Tutti Frutti. And lame. <laughs> Try one, and what, what did you tell us which one you have? I mean, tutti you don't know. You're not yeah. sure. I think you definitely know. tutti frutti. Then, if it's not, yeah, stinky. it doesn't yeah, taste so. good. It's gotta be stinky. Oh, it's, it's a stinky sock. sock. I told you it's that the weakest. Boring. One. This is. Can you at least, terrible. for the sake of radio, pretend like it tastes bad? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. Hey, you know, the other thing that we didn't decide after that is what exactly is your guys' bet here. I think it's easy. Who finishes? Who finishes higher than a half point? Yeah. That's what you want? Yeah, I'll take it. It's a Can't back out Yay! now. Can't back down now. Can't back out now. Anyway, Adam Thielen. He is what he is. Our number eight, the guy that slipped in between Thielen and Diggs, that's going to be Antonio Brown. Talked about him a little bit already. Antonio Brown is your number eight. Bullfrog, number nine for the Big Wiz. I hate everything. You got him at 19, I hate huh? everything Jeez. about the fucking Raiders, except maybe that running back situation. I put him down at 19 mm. this year. I don't think he's got the touchdowns that have carried him through a very illustrious season. I, he was my keeper in our fantasy home, home league for so many years. I'm glad I got rid of him last year. Let somebody else deal with them. For me, Antonio Brown gets eight touchdowns this year, just over a thousand yards, which is good. It's as good as you can expect from an Oakland Raider, and that's about it. You know, I, I looked at that team and I was like, you know, I, I have a lot of respect for Antonio Brown as a player, and I just didn't see how he could have that big of a drop. I think he's going to get fed the ball. Like, who else is? Who else does uh, Carr have to throw it to? I think I project him at 104 catches for 1268 and 11 scores. This is much like the conversation we had a few weeks ago about <clears throat> Lev Bell for me. Yeah. Okay, Le'Veon Bell was a, was a fucking phenomenal running back on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. I think Antonio Brown is a fucking phenomenal running back. Receiver. A receiver on the Pittsburgh Steelers and is a... Very fucking good running back outside the Pittsburgh Receiver. Steelers. Receiver. <laughs> Receiver outside the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know the shot? You, the, the Raider, look, the Raiders line is shit. Derek Carr, after one good season, has been okay. Um, there's nobody else, there's nobody else here to threaten anywhere on this team. It's just not a good team. The coaching staff is fucking garbage. The offensive coordinator in Oakland is a wretched offensive coordinator and does not know how to use the players on his team. Antonio Brown's great, but at the wide receiver position, there's only so much you can do if the ball's not coming your way. Yeah, but I think it's going to go his way. I just, I think it's going to be a force feed situation. I don't have the stats in front of me, but I've heard a lot this offseason about how Carr, since his almost MVP season where he broke his leg, right, that his yards per attempt has just demit, like shrunk yeah. insane. Like he's become a dink and dunk kind of player and kind of quarterback. And I just, uh, it's going to be hard to get the same, not just volume. Yeah, he can dink and dunk to Antonio Brown all day. He's not going to have the yards. He's not going to have the touchdowns. And 
like we just talked about with Mixon, there's a very good chance the offense is just not right. good enough for him to score enough touchdowns to be in that top 10 great, you know, one definitely running back or wide receiver one category. I don't think this offense is going to be good enough. Here's the other thing that we didn't mention yet. Fuck guy's 31 years old. His bread and butter is like coming out of breaks faster than everybody else on the field. And a lot of you're doing it against guys 10 years younger than you, right? Like at some point, you slow down. Just a, it's a fact of life. At yeah. some, even Antonio Brown slows down at some point. Yeah. Maybe moving to Oakland into the dry desert air is a thing that does it. I don't think it's a surprise that Juju was grabbing targets. Yeah. No, that's a great point. Where'd you, where'd you have him? Where'd you have him? AB. Uh, 11. 11? Yeah. I agree with that more. I, he's a player I'm going to be okay to be wrong about. I'm not really looking. See, to I think yeah, like I, I feel like I'm kind of the opposite about him. Like he's shown enough over the years. Like if if I miss on it because I took him believing that he was going to have a good You're year, cool then, with that. Like all right, you you show me that your time is done. I'm hoping, you know, but that I don't have to choose between him and someone else. Yeah. in my draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, someone because yeah, it's going to be a it's struggle. A name that's yeah. going to be tough it's, to avoid. Exactly, yeah, it's exactly. a name that's going to be tough yeah, to avoid. Yeah, yeah, and it's a team that you're worried about. Yeah, but it's a guy that's produced over a long period of time. Yeah. So I'm just hoping that I don't else, get, have to make that choice. Let someone else yes. make that Somebody decision. else take him. Yeah. I'll go with the so guy like Odell or Antonio? You're, you got a Odell much higher. I would take Odell Beckham Jr. above Antonio I'd Brown. take OBJ. Yeah. He's a but, Brown, he's a but, but, yeah. He's a Browns fan. Yeah, yeah. Right, I'm a Browns right. fan, so that might but, be a little homer. But who else? I mean, we got Juice Landry to gobble up the yards under underneath. I mean, I would OBJ's love Odell. I, I just don't. I just don't Open. think he's going to play sixteen. That's my only fault on Odell this year. I yeah, didn't project him to play all sixteen. But all right, probably not. Ugh, these motherfuckers just won't shut up. We're going to stop you here. We will hit the remainder of our top fifteen in an abbreviated episode on Wednesday. So be sure to check back in Wednesday with your football fantasy. If you're subscribed to the podcast, you don't need to check in. It will find you. We'll catch you guys back on Wednesday to finish off this show and the fun with the boys. Between now and then, you can uh, go right ahead and fuck off. Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Now pull up your pants, subscribe, and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can find more from these limp dick butt pirates at www.yourfootballfantasy.weebly.com. <laughs>